This podcast is brought to you by Renewal by Anderson of Central Pennsylvania, which is currently offering customers a door and window super deal. You can now save $500 on every window and 1000 on every door from May 1st through May 31st. Super indeed. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com to learn more about this deal before it ends. Human bones have been discovered in an abandoned parking lot in the Harrisburg area. Meanwhile, a key witness in a murder trial claims he lied after a Philadelphia cop promised him a $20,000 reward. A Pennsylvania law banning felons from having their names changed is being challenged by lawyers for a group of transgender women. And the beloved Clark Bar is back. I'm Julia Hatmaker, and you're listening to Today in PA. Human remains have been found in an abandoned parking lot in Dauphin County, reports Matt Miller with PenLive.com. The decomposed bones were discovered around 8 a.m. on February 13th in Susquehanna Township. The identity of the person they belong to has yet to be released, although Graham Hetrick, the county's coroner and star of the coroner series on Investigation Discovery Channel, is expected to deliver more information today, February 14th. The discovery of the bones comes just days after a human skull was found in a collection of woods in West Hanover Township. That's a little under 20 miles from the parking lot. The skull's owner also has yet to be identified, but it was found in woods that were close to where a 47-year-old woman went missing back in 2007. A witness in a murder trial says he lied in order to receive a $20,000 reward, reports Mensa Dean with the Philadelphia Inquirer. Kenneth Perry testified back in 2015 that Joshua Rahim shot and killed John Carrington in West Philadelphia, wounding two others. The shooting, prosecutors at the time argued, had been a retaliation for being shot in the right hand and shoulder by one of Carrington's friends. Rahim, however, says that he had been in surgery two days before the shootings and had had his ring finger amputated and his arm was in a cast when the men were shot, making it impossible for him to hold a gun. Perry was a key witness at the time, but since has said that Detective Philip Nordo with the Philadelphia Police Force repeatedly promised him $20,000 in reward money if his testimony led to Raheem's conviction. Perry did receive that money two months after Raheem was convicted. Nordo has since been fired from the Philadelphia Police Force and is in jail as he awaits trial for charges of fraudulently steering reward money to witnesses, as well as multiple counts of rape and sexual assault. Rahim's allegations are currently being investigated by the city's Conviction Integrity Unit, which has exonerated 12 people in prison for murder since 2018. Three of those exonerated cases involved Nordo. The Pennsylvania law barring name changes for felons is being challenged, reports Abigail Mahaley with the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. The Name Changes Act was passed in 1998 and is geared towards preventing fraud, It requires a five-step process to change a name, including a public hearing, where the applicant has to convince a judge that the name change isn't for fraudulent purposes. Also, the law says that no one convicted of serious felonies, including murder and rape, is ever able to get a name change. However, a group of lawyers representing trans women felons argues that the last part of the law should be declared unconstitutional. It's unfair to assume that all felons seek to change their name for fraud reasons, they argue as it leaves out the fact that transgender felons may want to change their names to reflect their gender identity. 
Not letting transgender felons have a name that matches their gender also forces them to publicize the fact that they are transgender, which could create economic and employment barriers and increase the risk that they'll be harassed or violently attacked. Lawyers for the state have counter-argued that while the law is broad, it's just another consequence of committing a serious crime, just as felons lose the right to own a gun or serve on a jury. Clark bars are back, but only in Pittsburgh. The old-school peanut butter taffy and chocolate candy bar of my dreams is returning after nearly two years, and it's making its triumphant return in the city that it originally called home. The Clark Bar, for those who aren't avid candy historians, was invented in Pittsburgh in 1886. For years, though, it was manufactured by Necco, but production on the Clark Bar ceased after that company declared bankruptcy. These new Clark Bars are being made by Boyer Candy Company in Altoona. The candy will be available exclusively in Pittsburgh today, that's Valentine's Day, and can be found at most candy stores there. Some lucky Pittsburghers will even be able to get Clark Bars for free, with the candy company heading out to the Steel City to surprise residents with a sweet treat. A rollout to stores across the Northeast is expected in a few months, and when that happens, you'll note that Pittsburgh roots are prominently displayed. That's because every Clark Bar wrapper proudly says on its back, Born in the Berg. Happy Valentine's Day! I think today makes a great chance to say I love you to all those who are important in your life, whether they be a significant other or a family member or a podcast listener. So happy Valentine's Day to all of you. Be sure to check out penlive.com for all the new sports, business, and entertainment coverage you could want. I'm Julia Hatmaker, and I'll be back Monday morning with another episode of Today in PA. Thank you so much for listening, and have a wonderful weekend. This podcast is brought to you by Renewal by Anderson of Central Pennsylvania, which is currently offering customers a door and window super deal. You can now save $500 on every window and 1000 on every door from May 1st through May 31st. Super indeed. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com to learn more about this deal before it ends.